0: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, twenty four. See participating retailer for details.
1: Go into the hurry of offense. Hi and hello and happy holidays, football fans! Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. Presented as always by McDonald's all day breakfast. Go get you some morning, noon, or night. It always fills your belly just right. I did it on Christmas Day. I got two egg McMuffins. Wow! Studio sixty six chock full. Of uh, of deep insight, I'm predicting it now. Patrick Clay, Matt Harmon, like Cynthia Freeland will say proper hellos in just a moment here. Let's jump right into it. It is the Andy Reid style. Hurry up! Who is the 2016 NFL MVP? Cynthia Freeland, I start with you.
2: The man in the middle, Tom Brady.
1: Tom I'm sorry. Brady. don't be sorry to me.
2: Everyone gets mad at me, but I'm, I have a hard time saying how you could pick anyone else.
1: Well, the obvious pushback on that is that uh, not only did he miss the first four games, one quarter of the season, which is a lot, obviously, but also they went three and one without him. I'm not saying that he is a system QB, as others have gone uh, a little bit too far with that sort of talk. And he's had a great uh, a great 11 games here, but, you know valuable if we're evaluating. I mean, that's always comes down to that. Harmon, how say you? I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. I think I kind of like that. Yeah, I think he's had a historically great season.
3: He leads the NFL with 9.3 yards per attempt. I mean, he's been – dynamic all year. It's a problem. He just doesn't have like a signature like moment on primetime games like plenty of these other players do, but he's been just as good mm. as any other quarterback. Uh, and, and he's dispersing it all throughout the offense as well. Best
2: passer rating, best completion percentage. I, I'm not like anti-Matt Ryan. Yeah.
1: Interesting point about that because I often say that guys wind up in the Hall of Fame. Forget MVP. They get a gold jacket for all of time because they rise up and make an iconic play in a big game. It's why Lynn Swan's in the Hall of Fame. You know, It's not that his uh, career number's uh require him to be there. It's that people that those plays resonate for people in the in the, the Super Bowl. And then, and then
4: we get David Tyree uh coming right in next to the Hall. Yeah, he'll get he's <laughs> he's getting on. um there's there's really no argument that I can make against Matt Ryan that would make a lot of sense. I'm, I'm holding true that I believe Dak Prescott is the MVP of the 2016 season. So valuable that you send Tony Romo out to pasture, and we're talking about Tony Romo going to the Cowboys. The dude is Jerry Jones' best friend, basically. They're hanging out, watching football together, playing Parcheesi, doing other things. Parcheesi? Uh, yeah. Any other sort of game. Mahjong, if that's even how you pronounce it. If it's true
1: that, you know, we heard this for the entirety of Tony Romo, all the romo apologists, and as great as he was, he's a borderline Hall of Famer, and I, I say was, let's not use past tense. I assume yeah. he's going to be with somebody in 2017. We'll get to that in just a second. But everybody talks, the most pressure at, at any position in all of sports is quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. If that's true, well, a rookie just came in and handled it with great aplomb and uh, the ultimate cool. I do think, though, practically – Votes are going to get split there. That the Dak and Zeke neither will win because they're going to split each other's votes. I'd like to throw out Levy and Bell. I know if we're going to talk about Tom Brady, look at his. Y- Don't give me that look, Armin. Just because <laughs> I like not, the it. I'm not. I'm trying not to continue. Sorry, is the it, look is still can, happening? Can you make a case against him? Aside from the three games that he missed. I was about to Just say. Aside, aside from the thing, most pertinent you case you could possibly make. yeah, make Other, other
3: than other than the most important case, yes. Let's okay, throw well that then let out. Me,
1: then let me turn to Freeland. If he <S laughs> can support Tom Brady, well, Levy uh, I, and Bell was down for one uh, fewer game.
2: I, I'm not anti-I love Bell. I mean, okay. I, I, I definitely think the, the difference maker, he's a huge difference maker. He doesn't get hit behind the line of scrimmage because the guy is a monster. He keeps running and gives you positive downs and distances.
1: That's right. I, and a secret secret detail that a lot of people aren't talking about too much, Ben Roethlisberger has not had a great 2016. What?
2: Alert the news. You must. I-, I can't believe you said anything negative about Secret. the Steelers. Oh, quiet. oh, here we go. No, How you do that
1: to me, sister? I'm not gonna play that <laughs> game.
3: Joke. I get joke. on. I get on Dave about the Steelers thing, but I will give him a lot of credit yeah. that he is pretty realistic with uh, when things are not going well. Even sometimes overly yeah. negative when things are going well. I would. I I, I would suggest Odell Beckham's more is a more apt MVP candidate than Le'Veon Bell. What? I would would say that, you know, the Giants are going to the playoffs. They look prime for their every four-year little weird run to the Super Bowl. And think about Hmm. that offense without Odell. They have – Nothing else going on.
2: Running game, nope.
3: No running game. <laughs> Eli Manning. You don't even need to alert that. I think everybody knows he's played poorly this year. There are other. Sterling Shepard's a nice little player, but I mean, he's no Odell Beckham. And that I've never seen an offense that just consistently relies on one player to do something insane in order to score points. I mean, the defense has kept them in games, but Odell has been. The knife at the end of it. The
4: game breaker, right? And I, and I got to get the caveat in because sometimes MVP discussion turns into what voters will vote for, mm-hmm. and I, I need to say that before I say this. Agreed. But if Odell was nicer to the residents of Mount Pius, oh, yeah. as, as you would say, Dave, mm-hmm. then I think people would be saying the same thing Matt is. But because he's reacting to losing a football game, and we see that on social media... How dare he care? Then the Mount Pius takes men, well, you know, the, the keyboards start cackling, well, if only he were a better person, uh, well, the Giants would win every game. Well, we're see, just my talking-
2: only thing, though, is when it comes to that, wide receivers, they need someone to throw them the ball. Right. Whereas, like, Lev Bell, yes, he has a he has a ton of receiving yards, but he doesn't need – Ben Rothersberger ben can have a worse year and Lev Bell still have an insane year. Where Odell is limited in part by Eli Manning, no matter what you do. He's inherently limited.
3: It's, it's true, but if we're just talking – most valuable player right. which is what which is that which right. is why these awards <laughs> are so I nebulous I you know it. what what do they even really mean what does any of this mean uh Beckham is I think way more valuable than Le'Veon Bell you can throw D'Angelo Williams in there and you can get reasonable production think we've seen that happen if they didn't have Beckham I think they'd be a sub five I hear
1: you on that and I don't want to push too back to push back too much on the Le'Veon Bell factor <laughs> but I really do think they lose at least one more game and Air go are not a playoff team, yeah, or true. at least scratching to get in in week seventeen. The other thing is, if we can put Tom Brady in the conversation and Bell in the conversation, Derek Carr has already been in the last couple days. It's crazy. We everybody just well, well, he's out of contention now. He got hurt. I mean, doesn't it matter that he's carried this team? In fact, I think Derek Carr's candidacy has a chance to go up a bit as long as people don't cast their votes before week 17 because I think we're going to see the Raiders especially against Denver that's going to be fired up to take them down if Matt McGloin puts up like 10 points or something like that all of a sudden they'll be like oh yeah Derek Carr was key in this uh, Raider rise in 2016 (laughs) right Right? the other one is David Johnson our pal Matt oh man yeah who deserves congratulations he won a Shecky Award. Yep. He won
2: the sure does. Uh, he won
1: our favorite recurring in house guest here. With all four all three of you here. It's well, interesting. So I hate to invoke his name. However, muzzle tub to him, but also he says David Johnson deserves it and it's not really even close for his mm-hmm. season. I think that Zeke Elliott and Levy and Bell make it that well, they were on better teams and they had at least similar I know that you can uh, um you know, you can look at the numbers and uh, see. My point only out.
2: problem with David Johnson's numbers are the fact that they didn't do anything else. So they're like, "Here you go, <laughs> yeah, here, here you go, here you go, David Johnson, you do it again, you do everything, and again for the second year." So if they had a few more wins, I would be with that. But the problem is, is they're they they had such a poor season that right. you're kind of like, "Yes, you're right, you were the only thing on this team that mattered, but you were also the only thing we tried." Right. Do if we he, do right.
4: we do that to satisfy the? the team argument that people make though is that some is that an adjustment that we make is in picking MVPs like well people are going to say that he didn't win enough games so i'm going to have to change the way i feel about david johnson because i i i catch myself
2: doing right. that
4: right yeah but really i'm what, as Harmon alluded to, I think we're trying to isolate who's the most valuable player.
2: I,
1: I mean, listen what the, Again, the ship is really, sailed. We
2: don't really know what it means. Yeah. It's like year it's,
1: to year, it's person right. to person and it's whatever case you want to yeah. to take on right. in that given year. Well, value. What's his value versus who's the best? People will yeah. play so fast and loose. with My with the
2: Tom to Brady that. reasoning is in part the same reason like when you think of last year, everyone's like, well, Peyton Manning wasn't playing well, but you still had to prepare for Peyton Manning even though he wasn't playing well. That's my case for Tom Brady. When you play the they're spending hours and hours and extra manpower hours like like Mm -hmm. just absolutely preparing for him in a way that they wouldn't do for anyone else
1: next question uh a uh just adjacent to what we're talking about here Harmon. you say like ah it's hard to figure out what it all means and everything i think the mvp it's strange to me here we go I've said this before. It's going to be good. I just know it's going to be good. No, it's not good. It's a, <laughs> I, I find this a fascinating thing, that the NFL is clearly the most popular sport in America. And yet, you could all recite, I'm sure, the most recent or the last 10 Heisman winners more easily than you could the NFL MVP. Same goes for who's the MV and uh, the NBA MVP? It's strange. I suspect my hypothesis is that it has to do with how cool the trophy is and who it's named after. The Stanley Cup is the best trophy. Totally. The Heisman Agreed. Trophy is second. Everybody, Fair
2: even point. if you don't they care about college, have a house for that Heisman Trophy. Well,
1: if you don't know what <laughs> right, if you don't know what the, if you don't care about college football at all, I certain, I'm certain that if you're listening to me right now, you could strike the Heisman pose for me. NFL MVP, it has no name. It has no cachet. It has no look. What does it look like? You have no idea.
4: I'm I'm sure. Fun fun MVP fact. Uh, Terrell Davis, who we do uh, Game Day Live with every Sunday. Name drop. He, um, well, yeah. He's also a (laughs) co-worker. Something cool. Co-worker name drop. So I drop a name. Whatever. He's a cool guy. Uh, He just got his MVP trophy. What? What? Yeah. Isn't just, that
3: like 10 years overdue? He,
4: he had to order it so he could have some tangible. Otherwise, it was just like Terrell Davis wins the NFL MVP. 10 years? 20
1: years, man. Oh, I don't have any. He needs to get man. a gold jacket already. I'm, I'm tired Fact. of the, uh, of the a weight one. on this one, and that's not because I work with him. He was the best running back in an era that included Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, Preach. Jerome Bettis, Curtis Martin, all those guys, and yet somehow he's – Uh, Well, not somehow, it's because he got hurt, but so what? He was dominant for uh, for the stretch he was around. It's not like he had one good season. He had multiple. All right, the question is, though, here's how we remedy what I'm talking about here. Let's give it a little cachet. Let's name it after one of the great icons in pro football history. Who should it be, and what would the pose be? Matt Harmon, go. I think it should be the Madden Award. He's not a player. Well, he's Interesting.
3: Inter- he's more n- well known
1: as a coach.
3: That's outside the box, But I like it. He's already a name brand guy. You know, you you can loop in the younger generation that way because you know he's got a video game and all that business. Plus, it's just you know, Madden's a good sounding name. I don't know what the pose would be like. Maybe just a jovial person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it, but already I like the idea. But now that I'm thinking it through for a couple seconds. It can't be. It's got to no, be a player, right? I didn't.
2: I didn't prepare it, for this question. A player, or a coach. <laughs> You're, uh, yeah, I mean, so we're, we're it saying it has easy.
4: to be a player because I was going to go. No, up you just got whatever you want and call it the Sable Trophy. Um, Ooh, that's a be, good one. Because okay. I, I think about the way that we consume and appreciate football, and to me, that all ties in to the Sable family. Talk about a
3: valuable person to our industry. There you go.
4: And so that—that's journalistic bias on that but if yeah, I, I mean if I'm... the Roselle
1: award I mean he really uh was a obviously a, a major uh, player in uh, getting the NFL to what it is and making that merger but that if was
4: we're nice thought I would also try to zero in on who the the NFL MVP is and try to name the award after you guys that. are going no. outside I was the box like
2: Bart Starr. And that's Ooh, a great
1: name. First the Super the Bowl champ. Award. And it was like, he and his over. like, and he's
2: he's rad, and like, it's a great name. It seems to work all around. I love. This. See, these are that's, three answers I a,
1: would
3: not a, have expected. That's,
4: a, that's a, <laughs> a very safe
3: pick. I think, I, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win I'm the star also, in 2017.
1: i win. Oh, the star. It's. I think that works. Right. That works The star. Just make award. it a star. star. I'm
2: telling you, I think it's a good one.
1: This might be the best answer yet. I and did I ask love it some too. high profile. He was so cute
2: in that little, in that little cart when he came out. He's Bartlett behind oh, the glass
1: there. Did, I, I asked this to some uh, high profile NFLers at NFL Honors a while back. Do we have uh, some video of that, did you say? Or we had their answers of who they thought would be the trophy. I mean, I'm thinking more recent, but you know, here's the issue: there's already something called the Montana Award. There's already Walter Payton already has a award. Here's the Payton Trophy. See, he's commanding things. Uh, stand up. That's not an especially impressive. One <laughs> That's of Tom pretty Brady, boring. <laughs> Tom Brady is an option there. Reggie White would oh, be yeah. a great okay. one. I think uh, that would uh, you know he's one of the uh, the great legends of the game. Montana throwing the ball. Jerry Rice. A lot of people say he's the best of all time. Why not like the board after Randy
4: Moss needs somebody else on his trophy? Right,
1: agreed catching the ball. Agreed. Agreed. The Jim Brown Award would be nice. People hail him as the greatest running back of all time. A lot of people, a lot of current players vote for Ray Ray, Ray Lewis, in the midst of his dance there. Levy and Bell, I recall, <gasps> voted for Barry Sanders. Oh, and that makes descript- me like Lev
2: Bell even more. His
1: description was the best. Was uh, he, he said, uh, he's like, well, he's got to be giving somebody the <laughs> what, is, somebody what is Walter leg? Payton jumping over? There's this. an undead
4: a creature is, is, trying to reach zombie? up and grab uh, Walter
1: Payton. This, is, this I like will be, one. I'm saying it here. And I'm saying it now. Okay. I want this to be. It's not as well. I mean, all right. Getting I'm vain. About this I'm vain, and I want some legacy. My legacy will be starting this fire. I want this award named, and when it I'll is right presented, back. and they pull up, you're leaving.
2: Meeting. They get all mad right. at me. I'll Read be it. right oh, back.
1: Oh, I'll be right for back. The meeting. Shh. That's a power move for you, viewers
3: at home. Yep. Just walk up in the middle of the show and get and
1: get out. All right, I mentioned it here. We'll see Freeland in just a bit here. What kind of what kind of prima donna shows up? Does four minutes a show and it walks out?
3: That's that's how you uh, show your authority. I mean, I would for never. an
1: omelet. I'll be back in a while, Dave, or maybe I won't be. You Let know me tell you, what?
3: I did I did do that in the middle of our fantasy live podcast. I said I, I got to go to a meeting and, and uh, left and. Pretty good.
1: About two, three weeks ago, uh, Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones, Drew, and I were having a conversation, and I got up and I went and made water, and I said, "Just keep on spinning. I'll be back." And they carried the show for yeah. what it took for me to make my water, and then I came back. Interesting. Like a like a glass. No. I don't think that's what he means. I made my own water. Like you, nature's cre- water created it. I created it. Yes. With caught, my, with caught, my it, person. Rainwater.
3: caught rainwater and
1: then oh. evaporated it and then bring it back Is it really down. that hard to figure out? No, I just, I just want <laughs> It's just for the show. <laughs> all right. Where will Tony Romo, as you uh, brought up there, where will Tony Romo be playing in 2017? Claybon, I start with you.
4: Uh, why awesome. not? He'll be playing in Denver.
1: Why not? Well, listen, why first not? of all, if you're watching us, we appreciate the listeners on iTunes. Thanks for that. And uh, if you're watching it, On NFL.com slash DDFP, you are seeing right here him in all the uniforms that kind of make sense. At least you could make a case. I think the Arizona Cardinals would be a fun fit there. I you know I know that practically they don't have the greatest offensive line, but still, that would be a fun one. If you dropped him into that as bad as Carson Palmer was with David Johnson, I don't know if Fitzgerald's coming back, although I think if he heard Romo was coming, that would incent him to maybe try in 2017. Bills, I don't love. Bears, you know, he's from that neck of the woods. It's true. Homecoming. He's brittle, though, and would the cold suit him. But I'll tell you, if they can bring Alshon Jeffrey back and uh, Kevin White, the offensive line is very good. I like him in <laughs> They're Chicago. not bringing back Alshon. Alshon is Alshon. Alshon is out that door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they have Kevin White, and they get him another pass. Get, Cameron Meredith, man, that guy's good. Let me tell you my favorite one. The Houston, Texas. That's my favorite. Too. I like the narrative there. I know people like splashy Gotham and, you know, put him on the Jets or put him in the in LA or something like that. But imagine he stays in the state of Texas and then makes Dallas pay by tormenting them from not nearby Houston, but either way, he has DeAndre Hopkins, he has those young pass catchers, Lamar Miller behind him, a great defense, J.J. Watt coming back. I dare say they would be A huge, They would be one of the top two or three favorites in the AFC going into 2017 if they had Tony Romo under center. How say you, Armin? That is my favorite option, and I
3: kind of hope it does happen just because I feel a little bit bad for Bill O'Brien. Not too bad because some of it's his own fault, (laughs) (laughs) but I think he's a really good coach, and he's just constantly chasing his tail with the quarterback thing. I think this could at least be a nice stopgap option. So I'm with you. That's my favorite option. Let me tell you the two I don't think are going to happen. I don't think it's Denver because I don't think the quarterback position has been that big of a problem for them this year. It's that their running game and offensive line have fallen apart. And I don't think that's a conducive environment to stick Tony Romo in and think you're going to get better play uh, than you really got from Trevor Simeon at times, especially with his durability issues. And also, Arizona Cardinals. I don't know if this is a hot take. You guys can, I'll let you be the expert on okay. that. Uh, I think I'd rather have Carson Palmer right now than
1: Tony Romo. Whoa. That's, that's not hot. I think okay. it is. Carson Palmer was dreadful this year. I
3: don't think he's been that bad. Or just watching some of the game film and everything. I think he's been been better than he's been given credit for. But, again, you know, the protection has fallen apart, and he certainly can't, like, move in the pocket like he used to, and especially during some of his peak years and even last year. But, you know, I think that if they upgrade – the offensive line they get better protection he has a stud running back i think palmer can have a bounce back year somewhat next year i also
1: Come think on, player. i also think oh. it's fair <laughs> to bring up the fact that a year removed from john elway given you know every all the other gms out there are playing checkers and elway's playing chess he gets it and forget last year for you know, when they're five and zero, oh, people were saying that see Elway he's the he's the Hall of Fame QB and he gets it you don't have to reach to get a quarterback and everything else now they're on the outside looking in here and a lot of it has to do with him people have talked about Jared Goff and a bunch oh, oh Dak Prescott how did everybody miss on him well John Elway missed on him he went for Paxton Lynch mm-hmm. and that right I'm not saying it's a bust at this point he's the Cowboys
3: kind of missed on him too they wanted yeah. to trade up for Paxton Lynch and
1: we're Noted, they said they were bummed. About, yeah. not about not doing that. I mean, Simeon and Paxton Lynch equal. I mean, they're fine, but are those uh, you know that? Uh,
3: but is Tony Romo? I mean, here's the no, question. I, we I, have I'm to not ask. making a case
1: against that. I'm just pointing out that Paxton Lynch, if he were a real difference maker, maybe would have made a difference this year.
4: You're you're, you're right. I because just wonder if Romo is a difference maker anymore. Yeah, he, it's it's been. I mean, we're coming up on basically two years, right? Since Tony has played, and, and you guys both mentioned Houston. Does Tony want to play? for Bill O'Brien that's a good point in the way that they play at some point with Bill O'Brien you have to ask yourself is it me (laughs) you know (laughs) that's a fair point you see you see guys like Brian Hoyer which is a joke the early season Brian Hoyer statistical success stuff but it seems like guys are doing a lot better once they leave Houston.
1: I Well, but also, I think it's an underrated uh, or an undercovered uh, thing that the AFC South was ruled by Andrew Luck and before that Peyton Manning, and very quietly, and it's not Bill O'Brien alone who's done that, but... You know, the Texans keep on winning that division. It's a bum division, and they don't make any hay once they get to January. But if you put a a high-end QB, if Romo counts as that, I think they could, uh, like I say, they could be a real favorite in 2017. All right. With all that being said, let's start the show. Yes. Again, hi and hello, and welcome to the DDFP, presented by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. Delicious, mm. It is delicious, you know. Go get one of them hash browns with its own uh, little paper sleeping bag. That's the extra key. <laughs> that's the other, that's the detail. Get yourself
4: a sleeping bag afterwards, too. You, you want to go next level, put some of the jelly in the sleeping bag so you don't have to scrape. You can just dunk. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Into the sleeping. You
1: don't put yeah. jelly on a hash brown, yeah, you friend. You do? Yeah, I've yeah. I've never personally done. I've that never either. heard of this idea. Yeah. I Just don't like this idea. The I, idea um,
4: of jelly and potatoes is. No. Or, or you can go ahead and put the hash brown on the egg McMuffin.
1: All right, now, now we're, we're talking. Now we're cooking then, with gas. Then
4: you have some jelly on that. No, so uh, what, what is it with, with the, the jelly? jelly.
1: Fruit. Doesn't mix with other food in okay. my book, in okay. Damashek's mouth. Okay. That doesn't work. Right. I like a nice obviously. Although go back and listen to the Shecky Awards. I thought it was a powerful message delivered by this year's Fruit of the Year. The Shecky Award winner in twenty sixteen for the fruit. Bartlett doesn't want me to give it away there. He's a he's the ultimate showman. Are <laughs> we're gonna play it back here? All right, let's 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 take a look back here real quick, and uh, I'll remind you, you can watch the 21st uh, the twenty first Annual Shecky Awards at NFL.com slash DDFP, or listen to them on iTunes. Either way, here's a quick flashback to the announcement of the granddaddy of all categories, Fruit of the Year. In the meantime, the 2016 Fruit of the Year. Here we go. It's the red seedless grape. They combined... I. I I, I I want to pull back the curtain. I had uh, I had some qualms about this moral or ethical or whatever you would call it. Yeah, well, the here's the here was here was my point about it. See, now Tim Demarco weighs in yeah, on Twitter. He says uh, he he said uh, Damashek embarrassed himself. It was hard to listen to. The fruit of the years, the cantaloupe rising from the ashes just a few short years ago. Mm. Look, I like a cantaloupe. I'm not a good for you orange fruit. It's nice. However. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to denigrate cantaloupe. I almost went down the rabbit hole yeah, pointing yeah. out it. I'm not. It's I'm not, not about not like that. that. This is a time I of like celebration. Cantaloupe. I li- I just said I like. It's a it. great breakfast fruit. The message that I feel like you know, in a in a rough 2016, this has been grim in a lot of ways. But yeah. I think the message that the red seedless grape delivers is this: If I said, "What do you want? You want a watermelon or do you want a grape?" You're going to take the watermelon because you know just sheer size. You know, right. a grape by itself, meaningless. But together. Do you see what it can achieve? That's a good point. Great it place. achieves wine and it's just delicious on it. Give, give me a, give me a, a uh, uh, bucket of them. I'll sit there and I'll finish off the whole vine. You had me at booze. You had me at Right. Booze. I mean, but did you see, that's a message together. We you see what we can be. We can, see what we, we can, can be, be grapes. That,
4: the fruit of the year. The fruit uh, of the year. You leave a grape out in the sun, it transforms into a raisin. It's you know versatile. What?
1: I didn't it even can, think about it that. It can do
4: so much.
3: You leave a piece of cantaloupe out in the sun. Yeah, it, what do you get? It can't a be mess. killed.
4: It
1: can't be killed. Huh. Right. Right. True Good for you, grapes. Wow. I'm, I'm happy That's, for you, Reddy. I, I, right I, I feel
3: much fruit. better about the whole fruit of the year thing.
1: Yeah, and it was a dark year for fruit, and I, you know, I was the first to cast aspersions. It gave me no yeah. pleasure to denigrate uh, the apple. I mean, the the, the, the I mean, the Honeycrisp. Nobody nobody's uh, t- touted the Big Apple more than Damashek has. I mean, I, you know, I love it. I love I love a pineapple. Mm-hmm. You know, tragic
4: but- tragic year for orange. I, I thought mm-hmm. that you know I, I've loved orange my whole life, but 2016 has. Uh, Changed a lot of that. For me.
1: I don't know what the white peach
4: thinks. Well, you know, you know what, but you know
1: what the you know what the, you know the uh, Honeycrisp did this year. I felt like it kind of turned into Johnny Depp in this way. Interesting. Yeah, story. fine. Once you get into it, it still tasted fine. But you know, Johnny Depp does this bit that thumbs his nose at all the other fellas in the world, which is, I am gonna look as awful. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna try at all. I'm just gonna roll out. I'm gonna make myself ridiculous. And women are still going to love me more than they love you. I feel point. like the Honeycrisp was playing that same game. A lot of a lot of weird abrasions, you know. Mm-hmm. You get the hard to get a nice, clean, shiny one at yeah. this point. A lot of them, you know, you know what? Go ahead. You want to be Johnny Depp? You want to play cool Honeycrisp? Guess what? What have you done for me lately? That's what the fruit of the year is about. That's All right, that's a really move. good point. Well, thank you. Go ahead, uh, Bartlett. What's next here? We want to revisit some other things here.
4: Yeah, here's some tweet about best condiment.
1: I don't understand why you're always surprised when I speak to you, Bartley. You're always, you're always, you're always like, "Well, <coughs> he's talking, he's talking in here." What, <laughs> what? I mean, is it that surprising to you?
0: Very surprising.
1: <laughs> best condiment, Art Vandelay drops a line. He says, "You criticize a Texan for not knowing a Chicago condiment." Which is Jardinera, of course, but you don't know this condiment. Future 2017 Shecky winner Art Vandelay, I say to you, okay, I'm open to trying it. Send it on over. Send spicy
3: it. ketchup. NFL Media,
1: drop a line to Damashek, and I will certainly uh, be more than happy to try your Whataburger spicy ketchup. You know, that's always a uh, always a volatile. Category the the condiment you don't know what's called. Well, so
4: people are very loyal to their particular brand of fast foods. What's
1: condiment? your number one? I like you know what I am back on Frank's Red Hot. I like uh, that's delicious. Really? Don't mm. me? Yeah.
3: Uh, if you're going if you're going hot sauce, I, I think you got to go Cholula. I like question. Cholula yeah. too. Right. Versatile for breakfast and for other things.
1: Well, well said. All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna have more to say. <laughs> and I just like Well I wanted to say dinner, but then I'm leaving out lunch, yeah. so I just and yeah. or appetizer, so I went Other Other things.
1: Uh, Last one, there's a tweet here on uh, the Jenga piece award. I think I kind of failed on this one. Handsome Hank uh, throws this one out at us. He says, uh, Gronk was the NFL Jenga piece. Of course, the Jenga theory is that in the 21st century, all NFL teams are going to lose players. However, the real concern is if you remove the wrong one, the whole thing implodes. I feel like the Patriots are in trouble without Gronk. Handsome sends along some numbers, though, that intrigue, that say that uh, the Patriots' offense keeps on humming without Rob Gronk. Gronkowski I feel like the Seahawks have shown that maybe Earl Thomas is their Jenga piece because they have
3: doesn't respect you
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's handsome Hank it's leveling that at me too I remember that um but yeah is Earl Thomas now as now we see the almost the full body of the season that I air there with Earl Thomas not making Earl Thomas
4: the key Jenga piece yeah it's especially when it's a guy that was never actually a Jenga piece because he was never missing and so it He's almost, like, just purely the foundation, if you will. Like, you're playing Jenga on a three-legged table now mm-hmm. because Earl Thomas isn't there. And uh, it's, it's re- like, we've, uh, from the same stat packet that Hank got those numbers, you know, we look at the Seahawks numbers w- without Earl Thomas, and it's a huge difference. And they were missing Cam Chancellor, but they were... Able to stay afloat for a little while, but so all perfect. those all
1: stars so- at all the positions at all three levels. But Earl Thomas seems to be the one that you that uh, it it proves it, they can't do without. I guess we'll those, see you come January.
3: Those like field general safeties I think are are really big important pieces not only because they cover a lot of ground because they get everybody else lined up too here's and in that vein I want to put this guy on your radar as a Jenga piece Harrison Smith for the Vikings Ooh. 24.7 passer rating on deep passes allowed this year with Harrison Smith on the field before last week and then in games without him 130.8 pass rating allowed on deep passes that's a stark difference, so that's a guy that maybe needs to get on your radar. Is a well, another one
1: that's under the radar, too, is uh, I cited in front of the classic edition of the Ravens and Steelers, Jimmy Smith. Oddly, when one. he is not in there for the Ravens, that defense looks quite a bit different and not nearly... As good – all right, let's get to football baby real quick here. As always, as we round out the regular season and move into the playoffs, make sure you take football baby with you to your next visit to a stadium. Go to at Damashek. I have pinned at the top of my account on Twitter – a picture of football baby, either hide, hold up your cell phone or print out the PDF and take him along with you. His passport, passport chock full, it's not just pro football anymore. He went to CFL games. He went to NCAA football game, soccer games. Oh, he went to
4: Millwall. Rugby.
1: Right. He went to some dart championships in wow. England. He's been all over the place. Take him along. Send us a picture. We appreciate that. And, uh, and with that – oh, and and by the way, Football Baby and Football Baby Girl both predicted that the Steelers would beat the Ravens. They were both correct there. Both are doing well. As we head into the postseason, but there is still the Week 17 to contend with. Let's get to, before we make our red challenge flag picks for Week 17, who are we loving going into Week 17? I'll start with you, Matt Harmon.
3: I am loving the Kansas City Chiefs, not only because I expect them to – win this week, spoiler alert, and for uh them to increase their playoff chances, I love them to make a run in the postseason. I think they are one of the only teams that can challenge the Patriots in the AFC. Because if you know, we we think of the Chiefs as this boring little methodical offense and, you know, they have you know, rather
1: uninspiring quarterback upside play and Alex Smith there but well, is there now a is there a controversy between Alex Smith and Dontari Poe is that That is a good question yeah. cuz
3: that was by far my, one of my favorite one of my five favorite moments of the season. How dare there. you enjoy oh, that? God. You're not
1: allowed to enjoy a, a fat man throwing a touchdown. Was there anything pass. How dare you? Was there
3: anything more tone deaf than uh, people complaining about uh, that on Twitter afterwards? But but anyways,
1: offended on behalf of a pro football team. That's right. I mean that's that's yeah. what you're doing.
3: People. It's ridiculous when
1: you twi- oh, how dare you? That's disrespectful. All right, the millionaires on the Denver Broncos will be
4: able to deal with
3: it. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll be all right. Um, and it, it, we don't even need to go any farther into that, but. I think the Chiefs – We could.
4: Those people suck.
3: They are pretty terrible, and we could spend a lot of time – Unfollow those people. Justly saying that they are terrible. But Travis Kelsey having a dominant season right now. Tyree kill – I think has brought another element to their off offense that they did not have—an explosive element. And I mean, they they have playmakers on offense. Spencer wears a good running back too, and I think this team is primed to put other teams on their game script, and they're primed to win those games in the AFC playoffs. I bet they're the number two seed by the time we're talking next week.
1: The big factor seems to be Justin Houston doesn't look like he's going to play we don't know for sure but I'm uh, I'm guessing he's not going to play in week 17 but his availability in January is much more important um if he's right and D and D Ford and they can they can start heating up the QBs and their secondary is very good they have two good corners now there like you say to me we talked MVP earlier I think the AFC X factor in January is Tyreek Hill this this notion that they people The people sort of etch their things into concrete in September about what is and what isn't in pro football, and it ignores the evolution within the season of teams. A lot of young guys get better as the season goes along. It's not like, well, well, he didn't have a good first two weeks as a rookie, so throw him out. Tyreek Hill. Is a guy who I mean, his cha- this thing that well, they can't Andy Reid and Alex Smith they can't shoot it out with uh, with the Patriots or Steelers or Raiders or something. Yeah, they can with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Spencer Ware, Jeremy Macklin now back. That's a that this is and their defense is is very good. I'm with you. They shot
3: it out with the Colts a couple. I mean, they didn't win that game, but Alex Smith went ham yeah in that contest, and I think it's a, if he if it's a I wonder if it's just a mentality thing like and when the back's against the wall and it's a one and done game. I think he can come out of that shell. I think he can. Claiborne.
4: Um, I my loving this week comes with a sincere apology to Matt's MVP pick in Matt Ryan. Um, I hate to be somber here, but I look back to the start of the season, and uh, I didn't know what the future was for Matt Ryan. I thought, you well, know, maybe. You
3: sound it's like all you might get choked up, up about. Yeah,
4: it's okay, and that was stupid. <laughs> that was a dumb take, and I hate dumb takes. because not up been too much about it. Spick-freaking-tacular, and um, he's been very good, and, and I believe he's going to continue that streak of being good against the Saints and um, wrap up a nice season and head to the playoffs and hopefully have some postseason success.
1: Two things I'd like to throw in on that. One, like the late great Jerry Orbach, I too. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, and I was wrong about Matt Ryan this year. In fact, I said by season's end – Matt Ryan will rank as the fourth-best quarterback in the <laughs> NFC. <now>. Oh. <laughs> Behind, well, now, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, I wasn't wrong about the other three quarterbacks. I mean, well, Cam Newton, all right, he fell back a little bit. Okay, well, that's, so that's one. But no, Jameis did, in fact, progress, and Drew Brees had a typical Drew Brees season, but Matt Ryan exceeded my expectations. Speaking of Drew Brees, are we picking that game in a minute? No, we're not, so I'm going to say it here and now. I think the Saints are going to beat the Falcons this. Morning. You
3: think so? Yeah, think I so. do. Mm-hmm. I think
1: they're going to I think they're going to go in there with a devil may care attitude. Arch rival, they'll take them down. They'll go into the offseason feeling a little bit better about themselves. I am loving Steve Smith. I loved the latest edition, the latest installment of the 21st century's best NFL rivalry, perhaps the best rivalry in all the sport right now, the Ravens and Steelers. The expectations about what it is, and all the platitudes about these two, the uh, 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 two teams—they they play the same kind of thing. Like I don't think you're really paying attention to what's going on if you think these are two dominant defenses who are, who are going to slug it out at this point, but. It was a great game. It's hard to argue in both sides. I think as Ravens fans get away from, from the game and the pain of missing the playoffs, but I mean, it had a. It, it, the stakes couldn't be higher. It was. Fourth
3: I, it, quarter was yeah. incredible.
1: It was winner take all. And everybody was saying if the Ravens lose this game, then they're out. Well, that same thing was true for the Steelers practically. You know, that, that, that was more or less the case there. And you sense that in both teams. And Roethlisberger was crummy uh, through a couple of terrible picks there. And the Ravens were great. And above it all, Two things about the Ravens. One, Joe Flacco, I say it every year. I say it about 278 times, in fact. Joe Flacco, Nails and Hines, no matter how mediocre he is the rest of the game the (laughs) rest of the season. When the game is on the line, he will put together a potential game-winning drive, and he did it again. And that was amidst those guys dropping passes. Save Steve Smith. He, I mean, nails. Talk about. He knows he's playing his last game of or potentially his last game of importance. Man, he, you know, he was the best Raven on the field, or at least offensively. Kenneth Dixon very good though too. Mm. Steve Smith beyond all that. A wonderful guy. It's gl- I'm glad that people are starting to acknowledge on national broadcasts. The thing about him is he's he uh, this family guy. I mean, all he talks about is his kids. When it's not football, all he talks about is, how, you know, how he wants to be with his kids and he wants to be with his wife. Super nice fella, and yet when he gets on there, he is nasty. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Muzzle tough to him. Also, you know what? A sincere shout-out, too. I saw that. we saw, I mentioned Cam Newton, and that reminded me. Did you see the video of him going to see the yep. the kid in the hospital? Yeah, I mean that is this I to me I love guys who do it. But I mean uh, uh, the 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 guts it takes to go in, and and uh, with with you know really sick kids like that to go into a hospital. People make their jokes about J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson and those guys. I really I really don't make fun of those guys for whatever other self promotional kind of stuff or other zaniness. They go into hospital. Russell Wilson the day after or two days after maybe he throws that interception. They could have been a two time champ. Everything else, right back to Seattle's uh, Children's Hospital to. Um, to, be, to be with those kids. as His uh, weekly appointment with those kids wasn't going to be skipped just because he was bummed out about throwing a pick. J.J. Watt in there, to, you know, yeah. to all those guys who do that. That is that, – I mean, that's, that ain't easy stuff. If, if
4: only that. we held other people in society and ourselves to the same standards that we hold NFL quarterbacks to. Indeed. Yeah. If only.
1: Yeah, but I, now back to complaining about Dontari Poe throwing a <laughs> touchdown. <net pass. sighs> how dare he? He seemed to really enjoy that, and so did the stadium and the team. Everybody enjoyed it. How's shame on you? Well, this
3: man. is, I mean, football how is, dare you, is, Andy is Reed. not a place for entertainment. It's a place for moral lessons, and if we don't teach those during football games, when will
1: yeah and you know what while we're talking about it shame on you odell beckham for when your team loses being upset about that how dare you care
3: we certainly must report it
4: and and this is this is why it's important um those people who say things like that they shouldn't have an audience like it's fun for us to get mad at them and you know i do it too but just um wait for somebody else to retweet them and uh or take a screenshot of their awful tweet just don't, in, don't indulge. Put it them. out there. Yeah. Well, let somebody else get it. I
1: know. And you done. know what? Uh, now that we're jumping in, I, and, uh, just off of uh, talking about the, the Steelers for a second there. You're they're still Bradshaw. talking about the Steelers. Oh, was,
2: oh For Cynthia the last 20 Freeland. minutes. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah, welcome
3: back,
1: by the way.
2: Listen, yeah. I, <laughs> as I was leaving. I heard what you guys were saying. Then at the
1: start of the third quarter <laughs> when Roethlisberger got no anyway, go ahead.
2: <laughs> all I was saying, all I was saying, when I was walking out I heard you call me some sort of diva, mm-hmm. some and that wasn't me, I, right? Madonna, I would, was a prima donna. And I'd like me. to point out that if I were a prima donna, I wouldn't have to go to the meeting because they wouldn't make me. So I am the opposite of a prima donna. I am a peon.
1: I don't know if I. Agree I was with going that. to say about the Terry Bradshaw thing.
2: What, is, what
1: why do these old these old timers have to weigh in? It's all in mean, my. I mean, it really, is like a parody of, no. of themselves. This this like back in my day. Like, what do you have to? What do you have to weigh in on Mike Tomlin not being a good coach for? But I did love Mike Tomlin's dig back at him, no, summoning it was, it was, Hollywood was, Henderson who tormented uh, number twelve way back when.
4: I I like it because um, it's important for me to look back at people and say, well, maybe they suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Maybe know what? Terry this, isn't, this, the whole isn't, time.
1: this isn't the first one. He did bring four rings <sighs> to the banks of the three rivers, but I, you know what? I have to be. I can't. I, I. I. gotta do it. You know what? Terry Bradshaw for talking bad about Mike Tomlin in front of the biggest game of the season, nay, in several seasons. Terry Bradshaw, you're a jerk. Yes. Oh, takes the blaster. Don't you talk like that. This is a, <laughs> a way to be. What? do What would? Bad-mouthing the Steelers all the time, (laughs) Terry Bradshaw.
2: Do you think it's one of those things, maybe he was, like, a little hungry and, like, they hadn't given him a snack and he was, like, angry. And, you know, you just say things and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't actually meet that.
1: What is he? He's He's hangry. That commercial guy? Right,
2: maybe. I I think
4: the most likely theory is he's been tightrope walking this line of not letting people know he sucks. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Chuck no over. hurt my feelings. Chuck no hurt my feelings 40 years ago when I can't let it go. Like, hey, Terry, whatever Chuck Noe did to you, seems like it worked out pretty good for <laughs> yeah. you. Right. You won yeah. four Super Bowls, and, uh, and and now you're a multimillionaire you're for, still listening for flapping you. your gums. You walked
3: naked around in that one movie. What was it? It's Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey? Oh, oh yeah. I yeah.
2: never saw that one. Float uh, Hope? Hope Floats? Oh, different one. No. That one's Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I
1: don't
3: know. I don't know, but it was uh, – oh, Failure to Launch. Oh. No. God. Right. God. of all the movies, I can never get but references. Like, How is horrible, that the one?
2: Yeah, horrible movie. Uh, well,
1: Cannonball yeah. Run. I saw it with a girlfriend. And Hooper so. with uh, Terry that's, Bradshaw. That's my excuse. They, you know what? If I go watch Cannonball Run with Terry Bradshaw, he'll work his way back into my heart. I can't stay mad at you. All right, let <laughs> let's get you to tried. it. <laughs> it's time for the red. Ch- oh wait! Before we do the red challenge flag, wait a second. You started to tell a tale. <laughs> Uh, Cynthia Freeland, just before we started here. What
2: happened to you this morning? So I was getting into my car, and I had all my stuff and whatever. And you can go left or you can go right when you come out of my apartment. And on the wall, smack dab in the middle, was a cat who happened to be wearing a T-shirt and one of those cones. Like a lampshade, like backwards.
1: I've never seen a cat wear a T-shirt outside of a cartoon cat.
2: I I promise you, the cat was wearing a T-shirt. My roommate has confirmed it. I tried to get her to take a picture, but she left, too. What
1: color was the T-shirt?
2: The the T-shirt was gray. The T-shirt was gray.
1: It'd be funny if it was like a bulldog shirt or something.
2: Right. (laughs) Well, I was assuming that's anything wrong with a cat, because why would the cat be wearing a T-shirt? And It's obviously cared for if someone get the cone and the t-shirt. The cone on.
1: thing, right. So I was
2: thinking maybe like the cat like had some sort of scrape or cut and maybe it was on cat drugs.
1: Is that considerate drugs. to put a t-shirt on your cat? That's an issue for another time. I don't yeah. know. But all right, go ahead. And
2: maybe the cat was on cat drugs and, you know, because the cut whatever it was on it. And I was very scared of it mm. <laughs> and started meowing incessantly at me. Meow, 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 meow. Like all these meows. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to go that way. And so instead of going left where my car was closer, I went to the right And the cat followed me and started picking up the pace, and I could hear the lampshade, and I started, I started running, I started running, and I had to run across around the block because the cat was chasing me all the way to my car.
1: Oh, you got, you were stalked and nearly assaulted by a feline,
2: a cat,
4: a disabled feline wearing a t-shirt
1: in a t-shirt. I love this tale. There's so
3: many. you, You think that cat was high on cat cane? <laughs> I thought that the cat. <laughs> look at
2: Harmon holds was- his
1: look with a smile on his face, hoping <laughs> You're
3: others are going to be such a good him. dad someday. I might have gotten help uh, from a dad on that one, but Perfect. I'm not going to reveal anything. Any no, sources. but there's,
2: but there was like, I'm like, maybe the cat took like, maybe he ate catnip and then he's been taking cat drugs and like, I didn't know.
1: A T-shirt wearing a t-shirt. coned cat, but also I was, promise my
2: I roommate. I like tried to get her to take a picture. She saw she saw the cat too.
1: I also like to keep my ears open to hear sentences that have never been issued <laughs> in the history of of man. And I think that I could hear the lampshade has never probably been said. I could yeah. hear the lampshade.
3: <laughs> that is probably
4: the first yeah. time. Unless somebody was, time. was on recreational cat cane. Cat oh. cane, hey,
1: unless
2: wow. they were being chased by a cat in a t shirt and a cone and wow. you could hear the lampshade cone.
4: That's You that's- know how
1: Eric Barry has to he hate he's afraid of horses and has to play and has to play the Broncos twice a year and sometimes the Colts so like, I'm I'm just looking at the red challenge flag picks we're about to make. Perfect. Fortunately no cats involved here. Oh, there is one coming up. Let's get to it. <laughs> the red challenge flag picks.
2: Red challenge, challenge flag picks. picks.
1: Yeah. Nice. Oh, I gotta get the flags out. Yeah, get the flags. That's my job. Let's get them here. Week seventeen. This is a this is annually one of the toughest weeks to um, call the yeah, games so in because you don't know how inspired these teams that are playing for nothing and all that sort of stuff. Let's start it off. Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. Cynthia Freeland. Choose
2: <gasps> Dallas. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys.
1: Anyone want to throw the flag here? Eagles show up. City of brotherly love. They want to <laughs> yeah. stick it to the best team in football. Everyone's going to eat it. Claybon, explain yourself. Why are the Cowboys the winner here?
4: Because I, I saw the Cowboys play Lions in a game that they needed to win, and they run run shot just right over them. And I don't, I saw Philadelphia against the Giants. I was impressed. I was surprised. But I, I wasn't that impressed or that surprised To <laughs> All right. I feel.
1: I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like Carson Wentz, this is the time of the year where the Rook comes out and has a nice game. Mm. You And know, now there's zero pressure on him. Now he'll feel good and, uh, you know, going into the long offseason.
4: It's, it's a nice spot for a Dak chip on the shoulder game against the anointed rookie quarterback. Of the 2016. I am old enough to remember when Carson Wentz was good. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <Weighed> <laughs> I think you know. As far as the DAC thing goes, I know everybody has weighed in on the Romo v. DAC thing, but to me, it, it makes sense. I get. I uh, here, here's my thought: You should play Tony Romo. He hasn't taken a snap, a meaningful snap, in a year now or more throw him in, get him loose. He's an old man. And if in case Jason Garrett and other people have forgotten, people get hurt playing pro football sometimes. Dak Prescott is not immune to, to that fact. So don't you want your backup QB kind of ready to go if you call on him? I also, though, understand the other side of that, though. What if you put Romo in and he looks grand? Now you have a, people buzzing, and that's a distraction going on. I,
3: I don't know if out. that's the thing, but as you said, people get hurt playing pro football, and somebody that's gotten hurt plenty is, is Tony Romo, and I think they're actually more worried about their back, which is weird. They're more worried about their backup quarterback getting hurt than their starting quarterback. I think we probably see Mark Sanchez in this game before we see Tony Romo.
1: I, I'm hearing that noise, which it's I think great, is which crazy. Is, but you know. it, is a revenge, know, it is a revenge game for Do you, you
2: want to know Sanchez. a prediction that I have about da- Dak Prescott for next year? I think he's going to come back with veneers. I can see it. Hmm. You know, like your teeth veneers? You know what? I it, think he's getting veneers. That big smile. I it's think
1: so funny it. you say that. Back, <laughs> I sat with, uh, next it. week, like be it. on the lookout for <laughs> this. Really excited about this. We already did it. Uh, we already uh, sat down and shot this uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew once went head to head in a a uh, NFL playoff game mm. in two thousand and seven. Shush. Jags at Steelers. Two thousand and seven was uh, was the wild card round matchup. There, we watched highlights of that game. We sat down, and watched uh, most of the game there, and kibitzed about it. And they. Um, as you would predict, had great stories about that. Anyway, I did the same thing once with Terrell Davis. You can find that now if you Google it Terrell Davis, Damashek, whatever, you'll find us watching Super Bowl 32, a game he had never gone back and watched, by the way which is crazy to me. He said, oh, I've never I never watched this game. You were the MVP of, the, of this Super Bowl, <laughs> and you never watched it? That is a big difference between you and me, Terrell Davis. I would have it running on a loop in my yeah, home. Yeah, right. <laughs> time. Um, but also, he had braces, and so did Brett Favre. So the two biggest figures in Super Bowl Thirty Two both had braces. And I said, mm-hmm. what gives with the braces? It's too late once you're in the NFL to get the braces. Well, I wanted to have a nice smile. I wanted to look how, look how nice my teeth are. That was well, like you also before the
2: veneers got real popular. And now veneers are like everywhere. So now it's gonna be it's gonna be veneers. What are veneers? They're, they're I'll show you pictures of it. It's like when they put those like fake teeth on the yeah. front of your teeth.
4: It's like a grill, except it's teeth. It, and well, man, right. I see <laughs> I'm I am i am not as much of a celebrity I will, as you two are. I don't oh, know. No, I, I had 100. I had braces for nine years. I
2: had so. braces for a long time. Nine years.
4: Nine years. That's a really long time. How we, Dude, haggly were your teeth? Dave, it was a it was like rocks in there. <laughs> it was awful. Yikes.
2: I'll show you veneer. You'll once you see it, you won't be able to think Rex Ryan's smile. Oh, That's okay. all Veneers. I didn't say that taste like Is that, that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for blowing. I was going to
1: say, we should have gotten a close-up <laughs> of that. I had such an iconic
2: view of Rick's <laughs> smile before
1: <laughs> I knew. Side note for 2017, I'd like Matt Harmon to get uh, a, grill. No, a grill. No, <laughs> a grill. Oh, a grill. <laughs> Ooh, well. 2017, it's time for my uh, New Year's resolution for society. I'll give you that on our next show. Right now, though, let's uh, deal with the Giants, the Skins. The Skins are in with a victory. Harmon. <sighs> jeez I'm going Washington here. Ooh, not as easy as you would think to copy. Freeland, what do you think? Oh, is anybody going to throw the challenge flag? Nope. Oh I got hit. I'm throwing it hit. too. I think Giants are going to do it. Hit, throw- you can't hit me. Who's twice.
2: their quarterback? Who's, who's going to play? Who's quarterback? The Giants. What do you mean?
3: Who's going to be their quarterback? to be playing? Are they going to play him the whole game? Why are you
2: giving me the stink eye? I don't think he's getting either? the whole game. I think that I think they're given like half game. I, I don't think-, think they care.
1: I think they do care, and it's not just the, the, the. It's a fun story that they would like to put their, uh, you know, division rival out and play spoiler. But practically, um, I looked it up earlier this week, or I should say, Sammy O'Brien of uh, Fantasy and Friends looked it up for me, and now mm-hmm. I'm passing it off as my own info. There we go. Kevin's so, like- don't typically. And as you would think, you always hear that. Is it a cliche or or is there um, some merit to the thought that you, you don't limp into the playoffs and then make hay? Only the Baltimore Ravens in, I think, the last 25 years were as bad as something like 1-4 and four going into the postseason. The Giants want to go in. And uh, they, you know, they 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 lost a game that they really should have won a week ago against Philly. They don't want to lose another one to the Skins and then go there' there's not much evidence that you overcome that and then regain the form that put you into the playoffs in the first place.
2: I don't know. I think that locked in the number five slot. I think they've are they're already trying to figure out. You know, I think. Keeping it healthy, are we getting JPP back? I wouldn't see we, – we don't see JPP till the playoffs. Like, I think you're going to see – and I, I just think they're going to put hmm. Eli Manning in situations to succeed and then maybe test out what they've – who is it again? You told Josh me. Josh Johnson. Exactly.
3: He's making his annual uh, appearance on a fifth team, I think, for, for something wild like that for the season.
1: That's – I'm exaggerating. Well, see, these are, well, that's why these games are probably the agree. hardest All to good. call probably. <laughs> it's close also. enough. Right, right. Um, let's move on then to the AFC West, a game that a lot of – by the way, pat myself on the back for this one. I got a lot of heat. The Broncos fans, when you win a Super Bowl, people get a weird, or some people get a weird chip on their shoulder about the respect you don't give them. That's a, this is a big one for fan bases to. Uh, you don't, uh, you don't like us. You hate our team. Why do you such a hater and all that, all that jazz? I'm getting that from Cowboys fans right now because I don't pick them to win every single game that they that they play in the season. Still catching it from Broncos fans. They've fallen silent, though, because I said that they wouldn't make the postseason. I said the Chiefs and Raiders would. Damn, a Sheck is right. Somebody get Sheck his tea. That's right. You know what? I, that's right. I, I pat
4: myself two, on the back. Two I'm not spoons afraid to. Just yeah. stirring all the tea.
1: All right. Well, listen, that's exactly. I, I, I feel I deserve you should. it. You should. Claybottom. Little T. Time for little tea. S-H-E-K.
3: Shek, shek, shek. Hey, oh, if
1: the. by the way, side note if the Steelers' second team. Landry Jones and uh, and so on defeat the sad Cleveland Browns this week. Mm. Five years in a row that Damashek in in August or early September correctly predicts what the Steelers final. It's a lot on the line here for Pittsburgh. That's right, Harmon. <laughs> you make your jokes, but that's an impressive feat. You two, you and Freeland here with your fancy numbers. Damashek doesn't need all the advanced analytics. Damashek uses his heart and his gut, and they serve him he well. You your baby. Yeah, it's gonna no, say you, <laughs> you. make use yeah, of your is, child. You use your baby. Where's where's my parade? <laughs> where's my parade? Five years in a row, I've I've said that the, what the Steelers record is gonna be before the games kick off, and, and I, I am right there
4: with you, but Cynthia brings up a good point. You are exploiting your children.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what are your other matter?
3: Your me. heart, your gut, and your child. That's yeah. your, those are your tools.
1: That's for
3: they're, – They're sentient beings. Or they're, the or Department their own of Child yeah.
1: Services and I will work that out on our own. You don't need to get involved in yeah. that. I'm not Raiders. questioning your ethics.
3: I'm just giving you, you know, just credit to who deserves
1: it. You're right. You're right. Raiders, Broncos, Claybon,
4: choose. I'm choosing the Denver Broncos.
1: Oh, I thought I was going to have to throw it, but I'm not going to. Freeland, you're going Bronx too. Clean Man. sweep. Man. So this means that yeah. we all think. I mean, I, I, I don't feel somehow. I, don't, I that they're going to be like, nah. We, the Raiders still need to be the two seed. But so we're all agreeing then that the Chiefs are going to wind up yes. with the two seed. Yeah.
3: Huh? Chiefs. That's why I was and loving it's, them. It's awful for Oakland to
4: say that. It's just how it feels. Ooh, I,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't want to jump into it bad. now, but I, for some reason, because Ra- I guess because we saw Chiefs and Texans last year in the playoffs, Raiders. Uh, with Matt McGloin against the, the Texans. Matt
4: McGloin. Matt McGloin. Tom Savage.
3: Matt McGloin, former Bill O'Brien quarterback at Penn revenge. State. Is it a revenge game or is it a conflict of interest game? It's a <laughs> revenge.
1: And that probably means – that probably favors the Texans even more, which is why I think the Texans would win that game. I think that – That's been, a good call. I didn't even think about it. Bill that. O'Brien will know – I mean, the – Matt McGloin obviously has a fairly low ceiling or else he would be an NFL starting quarterback and I suspect that Bill O'Brien knows like here's what Matt McGloin wants to do. We just take that away from him. You know, <laughs> like,
4: Hear good defense go out there and be good. Actually do good. That's not what I'm Shame on you,
1: I mean,
2: <laughs> My only argument against that maybe is like if he if he knows what if he knew what Matt McGloin's going to do because he remembers that far back from coaching him at Penn State, like maybe he could have known what Brock Osweiler wanted to do, and maybe gonna coaching him a little better this year, it was a little more proximal. Here is you know? like, here is the you know interesting, I mean? <laughs> an interesting
1: point. Let's not. Why do we have to bring uh, poor old Bo in there? No, because it's fun. He's got his <laughs> seventy-two million. I was, was gonna, gonna say we, we were gonna friend. talk about him
4: without his contract, but then you got no, him. Here is an interesting you know scenario what I think about
2: him. He looks like you remember Winnie Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then, like the vampire from um, sure. uh, Edward Cullen. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's he's their baby. I love the I see. To me, it's
1: amateurish at this point when people play like, ah, looks like, looks like nope. the the looks like game. What do you when mean? You, when you elevate elevated? Edward. No, no, no. I'm I'm giving you credit. Oh, thank you. When you can do the blend, he's sixty percent this, he's twenty percent that, and that's elevating the game. If you can also cross genders with it. And race, that's elevating the game. It's easy to and say, really hey, the white guy with the beard level. looks like the other white guy with the nope. beard. It's you offensive. can do like – imagine that guy shaved. Suddenly, he looks a lot like uh, Laverne. I shave you know? and I look
3: like Jim Gaffigan. Oh, so.
1: well, I could see that. So, All right. Um, are we uh, d- uh, dealing more with this one? We like, we like the Bronco. It's just I Matt McGloin. Like we said in our MVP conversation, if Matt McGloin struggles to make this offense go – uh, for Oakland, I think people are going to start getting real nervous about what the Raiders are or are not capable of doing in January. We, uh, I picked the uh, Chiefs, the Chargers. That should be a sad environment there in San Diego, especially they already did this whole bit a year ago. Yeah, This is our last game. Remember Eric Weddle laying out there on the bolt, and Phil Rivers, uh, I think, was choked up or whatever. But yeah. now they're doing it, it again. It could have just been
2: his Bolero Good
1: tie. I want to do totally. this. I want to go hardcore on this uh, at a later date. But yeah, word is that if the Chargers move to Los Angeles, they're considering leaving behind the Chargers name. Now, some people like say it. that's an awful thing to do. That is an awful thing to do. No, it's no, not, Freeland. So. Let me clear. Let me let, no. See, that's the wrong way. The one good thing Art Modell did when he ripped the Browns away from Cleveland was he left the brand behind so that they could restart and now the Cleveland Browns. That, history will forget that this is has not one, has nothing to do with the other, really. It's, they're the Cleveland Browns. This will be the same thing. If you want to start up the San Diego Chargers in five or 20 years from now, you'll be able to.
3: It's a clean breakup, too. Um, right. It's a clean it breakup. It leaves that you, name
1: there. You now unfriend we're a new them thing. on
3: Facebook. Yeah. yeah. You're I, not I, still I wearing their hoodie around that they yeah. left Instead your of place.
1: picking this game, I think we all take the Chiefs in this one. They have uh, something to play for here. What yeah. should, the if they move to L.A., what should the Chargers be rebranded?
2: I don't think they should be rebranded. All right, Freeland, open your brain. <sighs> um, I'm trying to think of. St- All
1: right, so I'm going to go to somewhere
2: else. I'm going go to go to Harmon. Me,
1: Harmon's great uh, off the cuff. I'm not great off the cuff. That's the did a opposite. lot of improv, Listen, right?
2: My Bart Star oh. thing was really good. So yeah, I'm so
0: you're
3: you're on that. phoning it in for
2: the rest <laughs> of the show.
3: I don't know. Go to Claybon. <laughs>
4: what? The it's waves?
2: Not jam. It's not my jam. Oh!
4: the waves. <laughs> That's. Purely off the. Court. That would be
1: that would be if you ask no, people in the lame. Midwest to name the L.A. team. That's what
4: uh, the up. okay. So I the traffic the Midwest. The traffic. Oh, I think the, the too traffic. expensive to have a high quality of life. I mean, what do you want to call it? <laughs> <laughs> the lost the, the Existential an, fear of the being loss,
1: broke.
3: The Los Angeles c- uh, congestions. Right. It's I very mean, congested here.
1: No bad ideas aside from the waves. Median the home waves. price
3: astronomical. I mean, what, what are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> like? How about the Los Angeles or the Los Angeles disinterested?
1: Adam Rank Quake, suggests Quakes. and this is a go, this one goes but I th- see to me first <laughs> of all I think that the Angels blew it years ago. California is more inclusive and if you're moving up and down the coast, the Raiders have been through it, the Rams are, you know, we know that. Make it just California or even go Golden State. I wonder if you're allowed to rip that from uh, from the Warriors. Be the Golden State Whatever's or California or how about the Hollywoods? I've said this for the Clippers mm. for years. They should rebrand themselves as the Hollywood Knights. Los Angeles. Spelled with is way a K. tougher than
3: Hollywood. R- Ryan Ryan Bartlett, our producer here, has suggested the LA Fog or the LA Smog. And I, I think that's interesting. It's very catchy to say LA Fog, but. What are you going to put on? The, it looks like you put also like
1: has no gas on
2: the gonna helmet. Who's going show me your you know? lightning bolts, weird. then? Well, also. yeah, you have
4: to wait for them to get another team?
1: First of all, the Hollywood Knights spelled with K would be great, and now the Las Vegas hockey team has taken the Knights. Uh, what about the Hollywood Stars would be nice? Here's another one that I've thrown out before. The California Rhinos, because then you get the double whammy of rhinoplasty, which a lot of people in L.A. have had. Nose jobs, very good mm-hmm. so far, and they're the rhinos and they're rugged beasts. That's what you want. If, if you could have a rhino play nose tackle, your team would be great. That reminds me of another conversation that we'll <laughs> dig into in February or March, but okay. we should revisit that. What beast would be best at football? Mm, what non-human beast that roams the big blue marble <laughs> would dominate football? My, don't don't answer that one.
2: Okay, save I'll, that I'll for
1: later. Right now, let's get to it. The main event of Week 17, pretty much the only one that really has great stakes for both sides playing in this game. The NFC North comes down to this one once again. Aaron Rodgers and a division rival. Green Bay Packers in the Motor City against the Detroit Lions. Let's go to Detroit's own Cynthia Freeland.
2: It's going to be so cold in the D. And Green Bay Packers gonna win, and that means the Lions will psh, miss the playoffs. Miss entirely. Yep, because I have Washington winning, which means Washington gets in, and as It'll, long as Green Bay. Well, what are you and, talking
1: about? The cold. What does that matter?
2: what's well, a it's a it's, it's a song. It's, it, it's a metaphor. Today. It's a song. Yeah. It was an old, it was an old song. Uh, T baby, so cold in the D. It was like, yeah. Anyways, how weird. old I'll could it, it
1: be you. if they called it so cold in the D?
2: It's it's like a it's like a hip hop song from like a long time ago.
1: So I now am old enough. This is another nice moment. I'm so old mm-hmm. that true, it's referred. That's an old song, but it, you're just talking about a hip hop song. And the person who's telling me that was chased by a t-shirted cat a matter of hours ago. Yeah. I, I the escaped
2: shape? the throes of a t-shirted
3: cat. What does this have to do with you being super old? I don't know. <laughs> I can. I, I, I You've <laughs> already the, forgotten. You're so old.
2: I can
1: hear the lampshade. I don't know.
2: I can hear the lampshade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Harmon.
4: <laughs> Packers, yeah. Lions, you're going to throw
2: it? Mm-hmm.
1: You're taking no, the Packers?
4: I'm definitely. Claybon? Taking the Packers. But I, I do disagree about Washington, which we already established. We did establish that.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I, to me, it's not. So nice. you think the Lions back
4: in? Oh, they, necessarily. They back in. They,
1: they, they lose. Slide. They've they earned it. They get it. They in. slide.
4: It's all cumulative.
2: They They're slide here. in.
1: I'd like to say this on behalf of Lions fans out there. I feel like, in a weird way, this is, I, I mean, I guess this is a good thing because. It means that Detroit isn't perceived by the rest of America to be a sad sports town because you have had the Pistons. Excuse
2: me. We have a very Red Wing-centric history of winning. I know. 2004 was also a good year for hoops. 2009 was a great a year for the Wings. And we've a couple of World Series.
1: You Geographical the, areas, do you don't win or in, lose
4: anything. You remember
1: mm. in 2009, your Wings almost uh, won the Stanley Cup. They came They came real close. They got, you know who
2: has a lot of Stanley Cups?
1: They got in The Wings. They got into – Yeah, but do you remember when the Wings got to game seven and they almost won it? They lost by one – They only lost that? by one goal. What year is it? In this? game seven. Yeah. <sighs> Listen, year, I, I, I out constantly out.
2: make out? the argument to any professional athlete that the, the, the benefit of living in Michigan if you're a professional athlete – one, it's very cheap. So you get paid the same – You your pay gets based on, like, New York pay. So if you're pay, playing for the Giants, you are it's, – it's expensive. If you're playing for the Rams, it's expensive to live there. You're playing in Detroit, it's, like, dirt cheap. So you get to save a lot more money, and you can focus – you know that's, a, that's that that also
1: that's also true for Sidney Crosby and Gino Malkin and the 2009 Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins. Who? They, oh, they beat the the Red Wings. That's what we were talking about. Okay, were we? I, I many, was just trying to bring more, it. I was I was how watching how many more Claybon Stanley Cups juggle. do
2: do the Red Wings have than the?
1: Penguins? Well the Penguins have only been around since '67, and they have four. How about that, sis? Can we
2: fact checked my. Uh, Red Wings number, please. They have more. They've
1: been around Nothing for a long touches. time. They used to play yeah. in a in six an seven, NHL please. that only had uh, five other teams in it.
4: That one time when Frieza uh, killed Krillin and Goku went so- – Oh, I'm oh sorry. I mean, that's a weird no, – No, no, no,
3: no. I'm, I'm not talking about talking. I'm not talking about nerd stuff. I'm cool, and I'm doing my own thing
4: <laughs> over here.
1: Forget you guys. I mean, of course, if you I – mean, I, you, you must have uh, – uh, uh, the Lions surely see this coming. But my point is with Lions fans is it's weird because – Browns and Jets and Jags and whatever have been through the ringer, um, any number of times. Listen, Cleveland
2: has nothing to talk about. Vikings (sighs) and everything
1: else, but the Lions, the finger. What's funny is I until I knew, and we and we work with a bunch of uh, 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 Lions fans here, Detroit people here, including Freeland, and it's funny because. At the turn of November into December, everybody said, oh, no, they're going to blow this. They're, they're, they, they may not win another game. And I said, well, would you say such a thing they, oh, because I've been through it. And I, oh, yeah, Lions, I, for whatever reason, I, they really don't resonate gorgeous. for me as one of these bum teams, but they are. <laughs> they're one of these ones that plays heartbreaker more often than not. There's this a real
3: good story on on that one. Uh, our f- friend Marcus Grant was out with a – This was last season during that Thursday night game where the Lions were up on the Packers. I don't even want to talk about it. Ear muffs. They were up on the Packers, and he's out to dinner with a Lions fan. And while they're, leaving, he's like, yeah, man, you gotta be was pretty it excited." Date? No, it was, a, oh, okay. it, was a, it was a man friend. Got it. I was just hoping it was situation. a date, and he had no, like no, dates, no dates. No dates. But it. so he's he's out with the guy, and he's. he's You gotta be pretty excited. He's like, they're gonna blow it. Trust me, they'll blow it. And that's the first half. So Marcus goes home, and then Aaron Rodgers throws that Hail Mary. And his friend just texts him back a smiley
1: face.
2: Told you. <laughs> Listen, we're all so t- tortured. Expecting misery. Every Lions fan knows that one of the best things about Sunday means you get to eat a gyro at Ford Field because they have amazing food there.
1: They really do have great <laughs> Greek food all we around have Ford insane Field. insane gyros. That's the experience I had at yeah. Super Bowl Ford yep. and I experienced another Lombardi Trophy. The oh, well, um, well, that happened. That's, you, a, that's I have a road.
2: picture with Jerome Bettis.
1: That was my fifth. That was my fifth uh, Lombardi. I don't get sad at Super Bowls. And it's, been, it's been a good run for you, Dad. Stanley yeah. Cups. Yeah, it's a lot. Lovely. The, now listen, <laughs> wonderful. Very quickly, the reason I feel like, all due respect, the Lions are a fun story. It'd be a great moment if they got over the hump at home against the mighty Packers. I think for football fans, if you have no real rooting interest, I think you want the Packers yes. to get the January because I, I, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Here's here's what I predict happens here: Aaron Rodgers beats the Lions. Then he wins in the wild card. Then he goes to Dallas for the divisional round, and he knocks off the Cowboys. That's my prediction.
2: So, my, I actually – I'm a little less like all Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, but for me the reason is in the past five weeks, no team has a better turnover differential than this team, which means they're better on defense. They're getting better on defense. Everyone except Sam Shields is back for the secondary, which is a big improvement and upgrade over what was going on before. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't turned the ball over despite not really having a running game. I mean, his running back, you know, obviously we know Ty Montgomery, 80, Oh my God! A running back wearing eighty-eight. Done with that. What well, is
1: weird to look at that eighty-eight?
2: It it is weird to look at, but we, we all we know it's there now. It's it's there. But the point is, is he's taking care of the ball, and their defense is showing up big. And you know who makes a lot of mistakes and give, turns the ball over a good deal? Roar, the Lions. Roar, Roar. That's sticks.
1: the sound that the cat made. Roar.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it was like a really big sign that that cat chased me and I ran away from it.
4: Ooh. yeah. You should have accepted the win. Like, the, lamp, the the beam. lampshade was the mane of the lion?
2: It. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, they, I mean, it's a cat, and it it's was scary. Right. Something
1: symbolic, your fear of the <laughs> feline. Yeah. I don't it's know what it all bad. means, but there has to be. Has We're close. To was the, was
3: the shirt, it was wearing yellow by any chance? It was gray. It
1: was oh, gray. It was gray. Hey, behind the glass, Bartlett and company, Lara, JD, the professor. Who's behind JD today? My angle is always cut off. Who is Got it? The pirate. The Pirates Dirt. still back. I love the Pirate always brings a, a fun uh, a fun bit of mischief to, got to the anyway. proceedings here.
2: Some booty, perhaps.
1: Playbon, Harmon, Freeland. Happy New Year to all of Happy you. And new Happy year. New Year to everyone listening and or watching. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you on the other side of Week 17. And the turn of the new year we will get you all set for the playoffs. Until then, Happy New Year. And it's been a thin slice of heaven.